Do you get into anger? Or do you know someone in your life that you're close with that gets into anger? If so, I invite you to listen to this episode to see how you can manage or release anger. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to episode 86 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is your host, Padma Ali. Today, we're going to be talking about how to release anger. And in this episode, I am going to be talking about some personal examples and experiences in my own life and how I used to get into anger and how I worked through that and the, the, the reason why releasing anger is vital to your to whatever you want to create in your life. I also have to say, like you probably will hear a lot of background noise in this episode because it is how life is right now. (laughs) So, you know, this is real life. And you get to see me in my real world, in my imperfect real world. And I like showing the imperfection, this perfection and the imperfection. We all live imperfect lives and it is important to just be yourself. And I don't know any other way other than to be myself. And so you get glimpses of real life. As I was recording the intro, I could hear my husband, (laughs) you know, we're all working from home and I can hear him laughing loudly with whoever he's talking to on the phone or whatever he's doing for work and I was like oh my god this is funny (laughs) and uh, you'll probably hear other noises too and it's okay here it is so let's talk about anger anger is wow I see so many people getting angry and, you know, people have various gradations, if there's any such word, of uh, anger. It can be from annoyance, frustration to real, like, awful, rageful anger. Like, I notice in my own life, like, my husband is more apt to get into annoying, like, annoyance and irritability than anger. He doesn't get angry, per se. That's not his nature. Whereas I do have a tendency, especially with my loved ones, to actually spike with the anger I used to, I have to say. 
it's it's very different right now and I don't get into that kind of anger anymore but I used to do that quite a bit and I'll talk more about that and the reason I'm even bringing this up is because when you get angry if you are the kind of person who has gotten angry or who does get angry notice notice what happens to the rest of your life are you creative? Do you get inspiration? How does your body feel after you have an angry episode? And how do you function after that? You know, there's a saying um, in, in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, which says the way we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you find yourself getting angry, annoyed, frustrated, whatever, you know, gradations of anger in your life, where else do you let emotions control you? Where else in your life do you give your power away to an external circumstance? Because anger is generally, generally, we direct anger inwards too, but generally anger is about other people, circumstances, And sometimes it's anger towards yourself. Now notice, does it serve you or does it not serve you? In my life, it has not served me at all. There's a reason we get into anger and I'm going to go into that because you need to understand why you might be getting angry because there's a place for anger. Because anger motivates. Notice, like when anger happens, like notice the level of love, like you know, energy generate it generates. It it's motivating for a lot of people. However, it also keeps you trapped in your emotions. When people see me, you know what they say is like, "Oh, you're so calm." Yeah, I am very calm, and I'm also a very passionate person. And so when when I, with my passionate side of me comes emotions, right? And throughout my life, what has happened is the emotions, I can spike up with my emotions very quickly. And it also comes down very quickly. But the impact of that can be very, can, can have, it, it, can, it has its own, own impact. And I'm going to go into that in a second. But I've learned some very valuable lessons, life lessons, when it has come to anger. I generally don't get angry in the world and don't take out anger on other people. But there are, there are three people in my life that has, that who have had the brunt of anger. That's my parents and my husband. And I can tell that, and you may notice this in your own life too, everything that I say, people, please... Filter it into your own life. I am not entertaining you with my life stories. I'm not here to do that. Everything I share, I share with the purpose and intention of helping you evolve and grow in your life. Because that is why, that's the intention I set anytime I record my podcast episodes. It is an intention for helping you transform And the only way I can do that is by sharing my life experiences. 
I would love to bring in client stories, but I don't because of confidentiality and respecting a lot of my clients listen to these episodes and I want to respect their privacy. And so I don't share their stories. And that leaves me with just my my own life stories that I can bring to you. So what was I saying? Yes, you may notice this in your own life where you find certain people that you allow yourself to get into that kind of anger. And I'm talking about like real anger. Like I used to get into a lot of anger. And when I think back on it, I am not proud of it. And very important, I don't beat myself up about it anymore. I've forgiven myself because You know, we do the best we do with the tools we have. And at that time, those were the only tools I had. And so I used to do that. And we'll also talk about in this episode how emotions, especially anger, is addictive. Yes, addiction. It is addictive. Think about it. In your own life, when you've gotten angry, notice how probably in the next day or like even hours following that or even a day after that you're still in anger at everything else when I get annoyed with something I find myself getting annoyed with other things in my life too anger is addictive and you need to look at anger and emotions as an addiction so how do you manage that so the first place I'm going to invite you to look at is where in your life do you get angry what Where in your life do you give your power away? Because anger means giving your power away. Anger means you are not standing for what is important to you. You feel disempowered. Now, there are times in your life where you may have to pretend to be angry. Like I have to do that with my kids sometimes. Like it's pretending. I don't get into it, but I'm pretending to be a little, like, you know, Anger, ang- angry so that I can get them to do something that they are here that they have to do. But I'm not getting into that anger. I don't feel it in my body and my, my whole, it's not, it's not sitting in my system with that kind of anger. So the reason I'm inviting you to look at where in your life do you get angry? Because what happens when you are squeezed? If, if when you're squeezed, if irritation, annoyance, anger is what comes out, that is what happens probably in other aspects of your life and probably many aspects of your life where when you are squeezed, meaning, let me, let me, let me put in other words, if you squeeze an orange, what will come out? Orange juice. If you squeeze a lemon, what do you think will come out? lemon juice. Similarly, if I squeeze you or if I'm squeezed because of the life circumstances, whatever reactions I have is probably how I'm operating in the world. And anger, my friends, is a learned behavior. You have learned to be angry from your caregivers, from other people in your life, You've learned it. Now, in my life, I used to get very angry as a child, very like to the point of like rageful anger I used to get only with my parents at that time. And and in my life, my parents, I've never seen them get angry, but there was a low level of maybe frustration that I would sense or, or feeling overwhelmed. 
and that so they've never gotten angry angry but I noticed those things and how I got into anger I don't know because my sister didn't get into anger the the bottom line is I you know like I said I'm a very passionate person so with passion comes big emotions and with emotions like I used to have big emotions kind of like my daughter does and I I don't think anyone knew how to handle those big emotions now because I've been through it now I can assist her and help her my child and how to work with those emotions but it was very interesting because there was no one to teach me how to manage those emotions right and so when my needs were not met it would turn into anger and that's something for you to recognize and observe in your life when you're getting into anger there's often a need that hasn't been met emotions are just a sign of a need not being met so what need is has wasn't met for you when i was growing up the need was not being heard or understood or even taught how to manage those emotions. I didn't learn how to manage these things. And also they were my safe people, right? I could take it out on them and nothing bad would happen as a child, right? Like that's how you think. But it had consequences, big consequences, especially after I met my husband, right? Like, and I'm taking out this anger and frustration on him again. He's a safe person. If you meet him, he's very even keel guy. He's, he's like, you know, the, the solid rock that I needed at that time. And even now he's my solid rock, but I don't lean on him the way I used to when we first got together. And I would take it on him, take it out on, on him. And then, and he wasn't used to that, right? And so it caused a lot of friction in our in our relationship early on. And I had to learn. I had to learn the hard way of, of the impact of that. You know, I still remember this is such an interesting uh, memory that just came up when I was planning for this episode. You know, um, when we were newly married, it was years and years and years ago. We've been together like, what, 23, 24 years at this point, a long time ago. My my husband was working full time. He was going to, he was doing his MBA from Berkeley. And we were also doing construction in our home by ourselves because we didn't have the money and the resources to, to hire contractors. So we would both work <laughs> We built bathrooms together. It's, it's uh, such a different time in our life. But it was, it would, and I was also at that time studying to do my um, licensing to get, still jogging my memory. It's, it's so long ago. I was getting my license as a psychotherapist. I was, you know, you had a lot of exams and you had tests and it was a very grueling process. And I was studying for that. I was working full time. It was a rough time in our life. And not we didn't have a bathroom for almost four years. We had a tiny bathroom that we would use, but like our main bathrooms were under construction for four years because we were doing it part time. It was a crazy time in our life, but we've done it. You know, we've lived, we've we have lived under construction. We've lived in in studios. We've lived in like, you know, 
big houses. We've done all kinds of things in our life together. And it's fun. Like this is life experiences, right? But based on those life circumstances at that time, I would find myself getting very angry because I didn't like my circumstances at that time. I was annoyed that we didn't have a bathroom. I was annoyed that we didn't have money. I was annoyed that uh, it was such a difficult life at that time. Without realizing, now I know, I was creating all of that in my own way, right? By get, being annoyed that I that we didn't have money, I was putting out that vibration without realizing, creating more of that lack mentality, lack circumstances in our life. But I would get into so much anger and I would direct that anger towards him. It was not good, not at all good. I don't beat myself up about it. And clearly we're still together. So we'll work through it. Um, but I remember this. I remember this car ride. We, we used to drive to, into, into the city in San Francisco. We used to live in the Bay Area at that time. And um, we, we used to live in, in uh, like 30 minutes away from the city. And so we would drive into the city for work. And I remember sitting in the car with him. And I'd gotten really angry with him for like not completing the project we were supposed to do for the construction because he was figuring it out along with me. We didn't know ABC of construction. And here we are building bathrooms together. It was, I think back on it, it's hilarious. But I remember him, like I, I got so angry. And I remember our car at that time, it was a Honda Civic, a white Honda Civic. And in in there was it's it's a it's a side story, but it's really funny. I used to have this button, like a keyboard button in stuck on the dashboard which said eject. So the cue the the key was anytime I would be annoyed or angry or saying things that I didn't that wasn't conducive for our relationship, my husband would be like would press that button. <laughs> And that was a cue to stop. Anyways, so it's like all these memories are coming back. And so I remember after getting so angry at him, I looked at him and he had such a sad face. And I looked at him and go, went, because he's so even keel, I used to always think like, oh, I'm just taking out my anger and frustration and he is fine. In that moment, I realized, wow. My anger is impacting him. It, he was getting triggered and he didn't know how to handle it, but he would go, he, that he, how sad he looked in that moment. And I was like, holy cow, that was a wake up call for me. Is this how I want to treat someone who I love so dearly in my life? Such a wake up call. And so in that moment, that was a turning point. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. At this time in my life, you know, 45, at, at the age of 45, I realized that anger is addictive, that what I was doing was brain-based. I was just reacting. I was getting into anger because that's the only thing my brain knew how to do because I'd done it at that point for like, what, 25 years, 20, 25 years, however long it was. I don't even remember when this exactly happened. So it was an addiction to get into anger. And the moment I decided that I wasn't doing this anymore, I stopped. 
I stopped getting into that kind of rageful anger towards him because it wasn't serving us anymore. And I also realized, you know, obviously hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? There was needs that were not being met, which is why I was getting into anger. Behind anger is a need unfulfilled. So if you are finding yourself getting into anger, take some time and realize and recognize what is a need that is not being met. And how you can advocate for that need. Because that's what anger is about. It's a signal. It is telling you something is not right. So instead of giving in to anger or frustration or annoyance, ask yourself, what is it that you need? And how can you ask for that? So even now, right, like when, my, when I want quiet and I want peace, peace is one of my highest value, peace and well-being. And sometimes with young kids, there is no peace around you. That's just how it is, right? They have a lot of needs. And if I find myself getting irritable, one of the things we do in our home is something called a body break. And I just tell my kids, mama needs a body break. I'm going into my room. And they know, they know like that, that's my version of a timeout, but the timeout is for me, not them, right? They are not doing anything. They are just being themselves. They're being children. But my need is that of quiet. I need to calm my nervous system down. And so I'm advocating for that need by saying I need a body break. So ask yourself, how can you ask for whatever you need in that moment? The next thing, again, like I've mentioned before, is anger is addictive. Emotions are addictive. So with that knowledge, the way to stop an addiction is to just stop. There's no other way. Just to stop. And so I have to, I had to train my brain to go, I am not going into anger. I'm choosing something else instead. So that's my invitation to you. If you find yourself getting into anger, the first step is to stop it. Because again, you've heard me talk about neural pathways in in these episodes. It's reinforcing the neural pathway of anger in your brain. It's like a trail. You keep walking on that trail. You're going to keep making that trail deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So... The invitation to you is to stop that trail and start a new trail. And for that, you have to stop. There's no other way other than stop. So if you don't want to get into anger, just don't do it anymore. (laughs) Find out what your need is and stop the anger. Because anytime you get into anger, you are miscreating in your life. You're losing your power. And through your personal power is how you create. So if that's what you want to do, go ahead, be in anger. But if that's not what you want to do, you need to stop. I mean, you don't need to do anything. I'm just inviting you to consider that. And not only just anger, but annoyance and frustration and 
and the, that low-grade anger, right? That's the low-grade anger. Stop that too because it's not going to serve you. It is a disempowering feeling. What can you do instead? And especially watch out, like if someone cuts you off on the road, if someone's rude to you, how do you respond? Remember, what's, what, what happens when you're squeezed? This morning, I was in a gym class. This is a new gym, gym class that I went to. The instructor, ooh, she was not, let me put it this way, she was not very friendly. <laughs> there were other people in the class and there was something, I don't know whether she had a reaction towards me or what, I don't know, but there was something she was directing specifically towards me, at least that's my interpretation. In the past, I would have gotten all annoyed with that. I'm like, oh, I would have gotten into various different interpretations. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to smile and do my thing because I'm here to do my exercise and I don't care if you are going to be nice to me or not. I don't care. I didn't get into it. I didn't get into annoyance. I didn't get into frustration. I didn't get into irritation. I didn't even think about it actually till I started recording this episode right now because it wasn't important. I am not giving my power away to some person that I don't even know, (laughs) right? So learn to manage your emotion better off. Learn to release it because you don't even want that in your system. You know, you hear me talk about the shaman I work with and he says that a life spent in emotions is a wasted life. He's so right. When I when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, like it was a two by four hit me on my head. <laughs> life spent in emotions is a wasted life. Emotions are just information. But getting into it and living from it is a wasted life. Pay attention to your emotions. Acknowledge it. But it's also important not to get into it. So next episode, I'm going to give you a guided audio on managing emotions. My gift to you. It's generally something I only give my clients, but I'm just releasing it to everyone because I feel like doing it. (laughs) Service is my top value too, if you have not yet noticed. So that's my gift to you in the next episode. Stay tuned for that. And... If you found value, please share this with your friends and family. Please write a review. This is going to help so many people because we, I see so much anger in the world. It's not worth it. Not worth it at all. Thank you, my friends. And I will connect with you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at PadmaAli.com. And lastly, please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at Padma Ali. Thank you so much for tuning in. 